suffering at the time of death, Ajahnul chanted the holy names of the Lord. And although the chanting was, chanting was directed towards his son, he nevertheless returned home back to God. Therefore, if one faithfully and inoffensively chants the holy name of the Lord, where is the doubt that he will return to God? This is very short at the time of death, one is certainly bewildered because his bodily functions are in disorder. At that time, even one who throughout his life has practiced chanting the holy name of the Lord may not be able to chant the Hare Krishna very distinctly. Nevertheless, such a person receives all the benefit of chanting the holy name. While the body is fit, therefore, why should we not chant the holy name of the Lord loudly and distinctly? If one does so, it is quite possible that even at the time of death, he will be properly able to chant the holy name of the Lord with love and faith. In conclusion, one who chants the holy name of the Lord constantly is guaranteed to return home back to the Lord without a doubt.
was just going through, you know, I think more than 100 procedures or something, Shri Prabhupada himself has given in these three chapters. Uh, so, what a good emphasis. And we ourselves are reading practically every day, same message. So, uh, for entertainment purpose, not much can be changed. It's still the same message. <laughs> so, so uh, Adamil, who, who became very much moved by the conversation, by the whole episode, departs to Haridwar. He thanks, he expresses his gratitude to Vishnu and he leaves to Haridwar. There he resides in the temple of the Lord and he wants to go to Fatma. Many times when the statement is said that if Bhagavan chanting on the name of Narayan, Adamil got liberated, there is a lot in between what he had to do. The other thing only one devotee was asking, oh, isn't it a very overstatement that uh, just by chanting a line he got liberated? I said because he hadn't read the section. He had to go and meditate, do devotional service, serve the deities, serve the temple, serve the Lord, serve the devotees, continue his chanting for 15 years approximately. Then he got perfected and then he went back home as a Lord. And Yamudas or Krishnudas came in the in the Vipana and the plane to take a young back. Uh, and here we are right now where uh, where uh, this this past and this narration is finishing and and the focus will shift to the focus will shift to Yamaraj preaching Yamudas. So in this particular verse, which is almost like the first the, where Sukhdev Goswami is, is uh, giving the benefit of hearing and describing and chanting this pastime. And how amazing is the benefit? It's just if by devotion someone reads and describes this pastime, he is no longer doomed to his life, regardless of him having a material body and regardless of how simple one person may be. Just by hearing and describing this pastime, but the condition is with loving, with loving devotion. So here loving devotion uh, basically translates more to faith. Faith in this pastime not being uh, overstatement, exaggeration. When there are any senses, even in the, the ten of senses, you see, uh, do not give any interpretation on the holy name of the Lord, any mundane interpretation on the holy name of the Lord. So these Acharyas, especially Sudhir Goswami, who is quoting Ayana this past time, they will not give just any interpretation of the holy name of the Lord, where they will quote the past time of Ayana, which is, from a logical point of view, a, a, a very overstated Lina, that by chanting Ayana is a story. So this is, this, these doubts, um, are there in many devotees' minds also? Uh, when I say devotee, of course, I'm talking about those devotees who were still starting their, who were recently starting their consciousness, or, or can be in the mind of those who were here for many decades. Because, because as soon as we try to use logic and try to argue based on that particular logic and how, that how it is possible to achieve such a benefit. Then immediately we feel there is a spirit there. There is a, there is a, there is a progress, our faith uh, is, is challenged. 
So it is it's, it's good to not be a blind follower, but there is there is a there is a thin line between a blind follower and how to follow blindly. So this is this is where uh, a solution to such dilemma is already nicely given by Yudhishthira uh, Maharaj himself in Mahabharata, and 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 this is a very very famous verse, which which we must have heard many times. But I was surprised when Lord Chaitanya himself quotes this verse, quoting Yudhishthira Maharaj, and Lord Chaitanya is Krishna himself, who is who is establishing how important how powerful this particular verse which we is, especially when it comes to establish subject matter which are beyond human capacity. Uh, the verses from Still, Lord Chaitanya wants to hear from him. 
Then in one occasion, Lord Chaitanya is, I think it's Mandalina. Uh, Lord Chaitanya is very down. He is very, he is feeling very compassionate and he is feeling very sorrow. He expresses sorrow. And he questions Haridha Sagar. And in his question to Haridha Sagar, Lord Chaitanya is asking that what will happen to this very unfortunate Malay Chayavanas, these new leaders, you see a lot of confidence that time. Then what is the hope for them? How are they going to uh, cross beyond this material existence? Because they eat cow. They eat, they slaughter cow and they eat cows. What is the hope for them? And seeing the anxiety of uh, Lord Chaitanya, Arjuna Sahib tells Lord Chaitanya that, my dear Lord, please don't be anxiety. Because the holy name of the Supreme Lord is so powerful that these Malaysia and these Yamanas, they very regularly, practically every day, many times, they say haram haram. Haram is abominable. So, uh, and, and, and anything abominable they see, they say haram haram. And Haridhar Sahib explains that a devotee in great ecstasy, when a devotee is in really great ecstasy, he calls out, Oh my dear Lord Ramachandra, oh my dear Lord Ramachandra, and it's a sign of ecstasy by devotee. And Haram also means, Oh Lord Ramachandra. <laughs> so these people, uh, as soon as they see something available, in the special emotional community, when they, when they come in contact with faith, oh, they say, Oh Haram, it's Haram. Or something wrong which is happening against the religion, they say, This is Haram. So in a day, a few times they say, Haram. So, Haridha Sarko, he himself is born in a, in a modern family. He himself is, is, is explained to Lord Chaitanya that don't be anxiety. Uh, and Prabhupada, uh, in the work of Haridha Sarko, is saying, don't be anxiety. He amazingly writes. Prabhupada explains that uh, this is the duty of all the devotees to free Lord Chaitanya of his anxiety on how to deliver the tradition source. And, and all of us must work to free the Supreme Lord of his anxiety of um, basically how he is going to deliver the following conditions also. And Prabhupada uh, says, now if someone is working hard to deliver the following conditions also, and there are foolish people who are criticizing, imagine this, the hellish destination of such people. By reading itself, you feel Prabhupada is talking about himself there that how much hard he is working to, to relieve people from, from the crisis of material suffering. And that is as there is criticism to Prabhupada. So, so continuing further, then Haridhar Sakhov explains, he quotes Narsimha Puran and he explains a story in which uh, Amadeh Chayavana. In Chaitanya Chaitanya, this says Malachi Yama immediately, but in one of the lectures, Prabhupada says that it appears that even in Narasimha Puran, when Malachi Yamas are mentioned, who are calling out Haram Haram, looks like such community was existing that time also, who would say Haram quite often. So, Harita Sahibu quotes this story from Narasimha Puran where he says that uh, 
there was one, one Malaysia, I don't know, this, this, this low-class man was there. And then he was attacked by a white hawk. And he was attacked by a white hawk and he was practically killed. So why this person was dying? Because he was attacked by a hawk, he was touched, touched by a hawk, he started shouting, and because he was calling out poor Lord Ramachandra, poor Lord Ramachandra, uh, he was liberated. So he is telling Lord Chaitanya, please don't worry. This is the power of the Holy Name of the Lord. Uh, so it is, it is powerful enough. Uh, this, this is a very, very uh, amazing verse. It goes, Damsi Damsaharito Malesho, He Rameti Puna Puna, Ukwapi Mukti Mahmati, Kim Puna Shaddayana. Even a Malaysia who is being killed by the test of a boar and who cries in distress again and again, Ha Ram, Ha Ram, attains liberation. What then to speak of those who chant the holy name with veneration and faith? Further, uh, because this whole section is glorified, Haridasthamur even tells Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that for liberation to free oneself from sinful reactions, why someone has to? The devotion God Bhakti has to chant the holy name. Just the Nanabhas, just the, the, just the, the uh, unknown chanting of the holy name itself can give liberation. And then later he quotes uh, amazing words from Parmodan, which Nathana Swami even includes in Hari Bhakti Vilas. It's amazing words, I'll just read the translation of this little bit. But, uh, but the, the meaning is just too good. He says, if a devotee once utters the holy name of the Lord, or if it penetrates his mind, or enters his ear, which is a channel of oral perception, that holy name will certainly deliver him from material knowledge, whether vibrated properly or improperly, with correct or incorrect grammar, or properly joined or vibrated in separate words, even the words Ram has, doesn't have to be together. That also can be separated into different words. Later, Sanatana Goswami explains that. O Brahma, the potency of the holy name is therefore certainly great. However, if one uses the vibration of the holy name for the benefit of material body, for material wealth, and followers, or under the influence of greed or atheism, in other words, if one utters the name with offenses, such chanting will not produce the desired result very soon. Therefore, one should diligently avoid offenses in chanting the holy name of the Lord. So, uh, later towards the end, we will discuss how we as devotees who are neither like Ajamil, who, who are very sinful and who are not interested in chanting the holy name, are neither we are of some of the very good. Please, we are not like pure chanters of the holy name. We are in We are not like anomal, sinful, who, are, who there is no consideration about the holy name. We do not have pure chanting. We do not offensively chant also. So what is the solution for us? So, but, but for now, at least this, this stuff, uh, if can be understood properly, yeah. is going to be a great benefit. Because Nathana because Goswami gives an example. While, while spending the power of the holy name. He says that even if the, even if one utters the remembrance of the holy name, but it catches his mind while hearing the name, in separate word, words, 
the Bhagavad Act. And he gives two examples. He says, suppose if someone is using, someone is saying, Halam Ritam. Halam Ritam. So, now, Halam Ritam has nothing to do with the holiness of the Lord. Now, Sanatana Swami says, if you take Ha from Halam word and Ri from Ritam word, it becomes Hari. So, this person will get the benefit of chanting Hari. <laughs> That's the power of the Bhagavad the other word example he gives is Raj Mahishi. So he says if you take Ra from Raja and Ma from Mahishi and you say Raj Mahishi word, you will get the benefit of saying Ha because Ra, Ma. So this, this is the, the power of the holy name. Only thing is you should not use the holy name for material matters. If that can be ordered, Amazing, amazing results can be achieved. And the Holy Name has so much potency that it can deliver one from all sinful reactions, material and dynamic part. Utterance of the Holy Name will not be very soon fruitful if it is done for facilitating sinning. If to support our sin, anyone is doing it? No result. Now, how one can do it for facilitating sin? Always someone can have this very clear, simple understanding. I chant, I remove a simple reaction, then I go up and I do sin. Then it's a simple take, it will nullify. Oh, because in lectures I have heard that good activity does not nullify bad activity. So bad activity is result I will get if I do something wrong. If I do something good, I will get benefit of that also. So that is not going to nullify the bad. If I do 10 good activities and I do 5 bad, it's not that I will get benefit of 5 good activities. I will have to suffer both. But the holy name can give me the benefit. Holy name can eradicate the sinful reaction. So then I will use holy name, I will use Krishna as one private cleaner to remove my sinful reactions. And I will chant and I will do sinful activities also. This Holy name will draw this potency. It will just remain letters. Uh, or as it says there, not very soon you will receive the fruit. It will be very, very, very delayed. Mm-hmm. Or someone can you do sin uh, by behaving or acting like a devotee, by posing oneself as a devotee. And because you have to pose yourself as a devotee, because you have some agenda, then you have to chant. But this is for someone who is who knows all this knowledge he has, but uh, still misuses the, the process, the facilities, the attire, the, the arrangement, and then has a, a mindset, very clear mindset of how I want to misuse our position because people see me as a devotee. Whereas there are there are instances where new people, uh, you know, personally know this person, this devotee. He became a devotee by faking as a devotee. He was just totally faking. He, this person was a very, from a very rich family. He just wanted to go abroad. He thought this is a good idea. I go to the Dhamma, I marry someone from America, and I go abroad. It's easy, it's harder than the thing to do. Money wise, not a problem. He goes to the Dhamma, 
Now he has a bead bag. Now everyone in temple has a bead bag. So he has to show he is a good day. So he has a bead bag, but inside the bead bag he has peanuts. Instead of beads. Because some sound you have to make it and some shape you have to show the bead bag. So not the peanuts which is uh, directly you can eat, but with the shell. So that 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 is at his feet, and he is just and he is just taking. And from there he eventually purifies and becomes a great book distributor later, like books in thousands. So the so holy name did work for such a person. But now after hearing all the glories uh, of the holy name, then in one place to act same. That holy name will not work because now. The mercy is withdrawn because now the mentality is, is very much of cheating. So, the, uh, no. the glory of the Holy Name is so amazing. Where, uh, but if not heard and accepted as it is by this great personality, the Maharaj, uh, it will confuse even learned scholars. In Chaitanya Chaitanya, we hear the story of Gopal Chakravarti. Aristocratic person, learned, uh, beautiful looking. When he hears from Harika Sagar that, that uh, just by Navas, just by faint chanting of the holy name, liberation is guaranteed, this Gopal Chakar immediately challenged Harika Sagar. He said, Oh, what a claim I am making. How dull can you be Harika How can just by Namahas, just by casually chanting the holy name, you can get liberation, which yogis and yanis are working hard for lifetimes to get liberation and they don't get it. As a yes, you will get it. This person did not understand the shoka we had before the said, just follow what Mahajana says. This great personalities, whatever they say, just accept. Do not use your logic. Huh? do not use too much of intelligence in that. Why? Because they are speaking of realization. They are not just sitting on their asas because it's their love or love, they are in the class of holy They speak of realization. So, just by hearing them, it's, it's different. It's very different. Just by hearing, just accept whatever they say. He challenged, he said no. Then he told Hrita Sarkar, if what you are saying is true, I challenge you, your nose, is, nose will fall off. Basically, you get a disease and your nose will fall off. They spent two days. This Gopal Chakravarti contacts leprosy. And, and leprosy is a disease where your limbs start to decay and melt off. And first thing that happened to him is that his nose fell. His nose melted. The parts started melting and it fell off. And he understood, oh my god, I challenged the wrong person. Haridhar Sahib didn't take the offense, but Krishna could not tolerate How can you say Haridhar is cheated? He is very The Holy Name has that potency. Even Vishnathakri Thakur gives a very nice example. He says that if you remove the fangs of a poisonous snake, the poisonous fangs if you completely remove, what happens by once removing the poisonous fangs completely of a snake, is that whoever comes in contact with the snake in future is saved. Because whoever will bite, nothing will happen. See, then he says, similarly, if a devotee chants the holy name even once, 
purely without offense. Uh, this it will protect him eternally. Why? Because the result of the chanting is going to mature in the course. And he has chanted once without any offense. And this is the last example uh, he gives. Tirushila uh, Prabhupada has, uh, has spoken a lot on these three chapters. Many, many chapters on these three chapters. And the devotees have compiled a book, Second Chance, on this year, this past time of Ayatollahs, which has 22 chapters. So all the most, all the main important verses have been commented upon. Many of the chapters are just purports and directly purports are the way we And Prabhupada's lectures are also written. And, and basically they compile this book. So towards the end, right in the last chapter of the second chance, the second chapter, Prabhupada gives a solution to us and what should we do as a devotee who are neither a family, who may not be a devotee chapter also, what we are supposed to do as a solution. And there Prabhupada called something from Parmukhana. Uh,
He was almost 300 years before he appeared uh, Lord Shanaman. Shri Goja Devi and Srimati Mahama Devi, his parents, from a very early childhood, Jayadeva Swami displayed extraordinary behaviors, very detached from material activities. And very early on, he mastered Sanskrit, which was later also seen in his composition. And he told how amazing he is, amazingly he has, he has glorified the pastimes uh, of Krishna with the gopis in separation. So, very exalted book. Jai Dev Goswami 
the end of the tunnel, it's very disheartening. It can really discourage devotees. So for such devotees, it's very good to see backwards and see how far the entry was. And we have, we have come across so long distance already. So many desires have been changed in us. So many habits have been changed. So many goals have been changed in our life. Uh, and that's a, a great hope for us that this process is working. Uh, uh, we may not be able to see uh, the destination because it's all in the papers. But we know the checkpoints promised while we see the destination are coming. And that is a great hope for us. That is, certain checkpoints are coming. My lust and the greed, madness and the illusion is reducing. My material desires are changing. I am desiring Krishna conscious activities. I am desiring my. Can you imagine, like, at least those who came from other parts of the world, Australia, none of us came for devotional service here. But at least we desire devotional service. It is the, the effect of something right away doing somewhere. And, and those who, who, who are coming to that group for some time, you all can see, we do, we are desiring Krishna conscious activities. And it's a, it's, a, it's a great blessing, it's a great hope for us. Otherwise, it will not happen ordinarily. That's my understanding of it. Uh, well, should now be the devotees uh, chant? Should now be chanting? Should now chanting? If you chant should then the results will be great. Then, then you will not have, you will not have to ask this question. <laughs> if should not be chanted, then then we will have experienced Krishna's uh, blessing in a very different way. But yeah, of course, we are on the on the on the path of Shudana. Uh, at least we have heard many advanced devotees chanting Shudana, so this is blessing for us. Basically, to be to be free from all the offenses and to see Krishna's holy name as Krishna takes time. Even though we have heard this, we can quote this shloka that there is no difference between Krishna and His holy name. We even say, Deity is Krishna. That means we are living in this place, this temple, in which Radha Krishna is standing. Actually, if you carefully observe, we don't have a full relationship here. Otherwise, outside the temple room, or even inside the temple room, or even living one kilometer away from the temple, we will not do anything nonsense. Because we still, still, somewhere in our heart, we know they are our metal abode. The realization is not there yet. Same goes with the holy name. So Shudhana is chanted by someone who is convinced that holy name is Krishna and there is no offense in that chanting. So, but we are the path we will so one day reach there by Krishna's devotees' mm-hmm. message. It's very encouraging to see that we are moving towards that direction. Some are slow, some are fast, but the direction is there. The, the route is, is, is chopped out for us. Anything else? Okay, finish. Contraction, Bhagavatam, Peter, Shiro, 